I was always curious about the next thing I could conquer, you know, or do. When I, when I was very little, I was really brave or pretty carefree, really. You know, when I was like three years old, I was in a restaurant with my family and there was music playing throughout the restaurant. And after I finished eating, I got up on my chair and started dancing. <laughs> and people in the restaurant like turned and stared at me, but I kept going. And after I finished, I got a round of applause. I don't remember this, but this is what my parents told me, you know? Uh -huh. So I would just like do whatever piqued my interest and like whenever I wanted. Welcome to today's episode of Playground with my one of my good friends from high school, actually, RJ. Uh, he goes by Rizon as well. RJ, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm doing pretty well. How has how have you been doing in this pandemic? What have you been doing? Uh, busy with school, you know, classes, starting my internship too, um, and just trying to learn new things and also distracted with TikTok, you know, <laughs> and how it yeah. goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where are you? Like, what do you study in? Like, what university are you at? Uh, I'm at UCLA. I'm studying electrical engineering. Okay. And I'm a junior right now. RJ, where is home for you and where did you grow up? So I grew up in Euless, Texas. Mm -hmm. Lived there for most of my life. I was born in Kenya, but I moved to Texas when I was just a few months old. Born in Kenya? Yep, born in Kenya. Kisumu is a small little town. I would say my home is in two places. One is Euless or Dallas, which is where I am right now. Uh, that's where my family is and a lot of my closest friends from childhood and high school. The second home, I would say, is in L.A., specifically UCLA, where I've been for almost three years now. I made some really close friends, and I would say I have another family there, basically. That's good. What did do your parents do for a living? My mom's in the healthcare field, so she was a registered nurse. She's done some home health care. And now she's a care manager at Baylor Scott and White. And my dad's a businessman. He, you know, he's done a lot of sales. He started a company with my mom for CPR trainings. Uh, and now he owns convenience stores. How is your mom doing during this COVID-19 situation as a nurse? Yeah, so right now they have a good amount of patients that are positive for COVID. Um, so she's wary about the whole situation, you know. It's always a risk. But... She's also a care manager, so she's not directly dealing with the patients all the time, face-to-face. Uh, -face. But she's in contact with like, nurses who are dealing with the patients. So there's always a risk of exposure, but she's taking good precautions and uh, staying safe in that setting. And when she comes home, we have this whole setup where she showers immediately after she comes, so not to expose us either. What were you curious about as, curious about as a child, Audrey? <laughs> as a child I was curious about a lot of things uh -huh. whatever interested me I would do it you know soccer art music dance writing science you name it there's a wow. bunch of things I was trying to do everything I was always curious about the next thing I could conquer you know or do when I, when I was very little I was really brave or pretty carefree really mm -hmm. you know when I was like three years old I was in a restaurant with my family and there was music playing throughout the restaurant and after I finished eating I got up on my chair and started dancing <laughs> and people in the restaurant like turned and stared at me but I kept going and after I finished I got a round of applause I don't remember this but this is what my parents told me you know uh -huh. so I would just like do whatever piqued my interest and like whenever I wanted <laughs> you were an entertainer back in the day <laughs> yeah 
and like to think I still am. <laughs> <laughs> you still are. Yeah, we get into that. But okay. so soccer, art, writing, music. Wow, that's a lot, dude. Whatever, whatever, whatever piqued my interest, I would always try and do it. So like I, I would write a lot from poetry to like short stories. I I taught myself how to uh, do hip hop and break dancing to draw and then soccer I was always involved in from a very young age. So based on the things you just said, do you see any connections or why these things like interested you because you were interested in it but like can you like go and deem say like why you were interested like in hip hop or break dancing or drawing or soccer or writing what about it made you feel like you wanted to do it again? Mhm. So I would say a big a good part of it was because uh my family members were involved in those things like my cousin he was really big in the dance uh, my dad was really big in the soccer and I, i always had this creative aspect to me i was always academic as well and and i was really young but i i also had this balance with the creative side and so to appease that i would get in all this uh, into all these creative arts like drawing d- uh, dancing and uh, music and writing it was like a good outlet for expressing myself How do you balance the academics and the creatives right now as a junior at UCLA? Uh is it's definitely tough uh, because school is very demanding in terms of coursework. I would say the best way I have managed is to make a schedule for myself where I allot time to my academics and then as well as my creative endeavors. Because it's very easy in my opinion to lose track of one or the other especially when you get really busy and i feel like i don't want to lose my creativity or those outlets so i have to make time for them and so to a lot time for that i make a schedule so that i know when exactly i should be doing what mm-hmm. what are your creative outlets like right now like what are you what what projects what creative projects are you involved in right now yeah. i'm making music that's one of my biggest things right now one of my biggest passions is creating music specifically uh rap hip hop and I'm trying to be more consistent with that now another thing is I've gone into recently is graphic design which is design in general and that stems from my love of drawing and arts from a child and so for my music my cover arts I like to create them as an example and things of that nature with the hip hop and the rap and hip hop like could you describe to me the process like what goes into like creating the lyrics what goes into like cuz easily i could see like how when when you write a song you taking you taking influences from your love for writing when you were young your love for graphic yeah. and the album cover your love for like dancing and like music when you like get the beats and everything so how do you like decide which like how do you write your lyrics how do you decide which beat to choose like how does the creative process look for you so it depends on the song But usually uh, when I start off I always so, so there's two ways I go about it actually one way is to start off with the instrumental for the beat and so usually I use beats or instrumentals that immediately catch my attention and that immediately speak to me I get these beats from friends uh online different uh, networks and so whatever beat that speaks to me or that I immediately like I tend to use those Um and then I basically base the song off what the beat's vibe is, the instrumental vibe, what the vibe of the song is. And sometimes I start writing just randomly and it forms into a specific theme or sometimes I go in with a the theme and write based off that. And 
the, the, the second way that I go about making music is writing lyrics is to just write first. Whatever's on my mind, whatever I'm feeling or whatever I want to express, I just write it all out. And then later I find an instrumental that I fit the lyrics to basically. So that's my creative process. Uh, and sometimes I just freestyle over a beat. Okay, I, I always wondered this. I've seen you like in high school, like making beats oh, yeah. on, the, on the school desk and then like freestyling. How do you freestyle? I always wonder, like, does you just say what comes yeah. to your mind? Like, does it take practice? Oh yeah, so like with anything, you know, practice makes perfect. Yeah. So freestyling is the same. Like you start off, like when, when you first start, it's going to be difficult, obviously, you know, finding what to say, not repeating the same thing again and again. And even today, I'm not the best freestyler, although I enjoy doing it. But yeah, it takes practice. I mean, in my head, what I do is I think of, first, I think of the second rhyme, because mm -hmm. like in the second rhyme, that's like when you hit the punchline. And so I think of the second rhyme, and then the first line, you say like whatever rhymes with. I can, like it, it doesn't have to be as uh, impactful as the second rhyme, but that's how I do it. And then in that way, freestyles seem to be a little more significant or better. Can I ask you to do a freestyle or like just do it right call? now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. Look, Prasanna is a good friend that I found. We're here doing this podcast on playground. Okay. Okay. We're having a good time. We about to get wild. We about to rediscover our inner child. That was good. That was good. I applaud you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. The going with what you just said and going that back to that childhood story you told us when you went like in that restaurant after like after you finished eating you just started dancing yeah do you, you do you know why you didn't like if i were if i was a child i would have felt like embarrassed or i would have felt like mm -hmm. other people are looking at me other people are judging me mm -hmm. do you know why you don't feel that and like how has that evolved into like you becoming an entertainer today like that self-confidence is very admirable do you know where that came from or did it just come a little bit of it was the way my parents, I, I would say, uh, raised me. They were always encouraging of these creative outlets and would push me to do them. And so just having, just knowing that they were also confident in me uh, made me a bit more confident. But I was also three years old then. <laughs> I didn't really know what was going on. You know, I didn't care. I was carefree. This is, like yeah, I said, yeah. I, I had a carefree spirit. And so I just did whatever I wanted. Whatever I thought was going to be the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> you st I say you still do that from what I know from high school. Yeah. <laughs> you love that. I would say too. I would say too. Yeah. That carefree spirit has definitely carried on. That's a good thing. <laughs> so the next question I have is kind of a little hypothetical. Mm -hmm. So if you could travel back in time and meet your child self, yeah. what advice would he give you for the person you become today? I would say, so this answer, I would say, is influenced by what's, like, what I am today as mm -hmm. well. Okay. I would say to still have that curious spirit of wanting to do a lot of things, but also to be more focused <laughs> on one thing, you know? It's like that saying goes, you know, uh, it's like that don't fear the man who like practiced 10,000 techniques once, but fear the man who practiced one technique 10,000 10, times. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So similar to that, I would say to be more focused on one thing because uh, when you try and do a lot of things, you tend to get distracted or 
it's not as good as if you had just focused on that one thing, you know? But you still need that curious spirit to try a lot of things. But I, I, I would have told myself to hone in on just one thing and not dabble in like everything. What do you think that one thing has become for you? Right now, probably music. And so I'm trying to do that more consistently. What do you think that you left off, like you dabbled in it and then you decided not to pursue it because you wanted to focus more time on music? Like what are those activities, do you think? Maybe, maybe, uh, I mean, writing, but like that's involved in... That's involved. That's what I'm, I'm thinking exactly. that you found ways to... To make incorporate you, everything. Incorporate yeah. everything into one thing. Yeah, yeah. I try to... See, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I try to still get as much, much as I can, but like maybe hone in on one craft. So maybe use everything I like, but for one purpose, you know? I think that's a good way to say it. Uh, what do you want to do like when you grow up? Like what's your ideal like life, like as a profession, as like what, what do you see your ideal future to be like? I'm an electrical engineer major. Okay. And I do enjoy the field a lot. Um, engineering uh, is also a passion of mine. So maybe something along those lines of engineering. Right now I have an internship at Lockheed Martin. Maybe I'll, I'll continue that based on uh, my experiences this, this, this coming summer. But alongside that, I'd also like to pers- like continue pursuing music on the, of course, uh, yeah. alongside engineering. I don't want to let go of that. As of now, that's the idea. Has LA helped you with the, with the music? Cause oh, I yeah, definitely. Uh, just the scene over there is... Uh, a lot more encouraging for uh, entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so it's a good place to be when doing music and all the other creative things. And, I, and I've met a lot of people in LA who have helped me become a better artist. So, how, so right now within this pandemic, do you, how do you think your childhood experiences help you find free time here? Like with the free time you have doing like COVID-19, like do you think like your childhood experiences like helped you like create find creative outlets here like right now? I know you released like a song, a single mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. So like, yeah. how, like how's like how's COVID nineteen like impacted your creative outlets basically? Okay, so right now we have a lot of time to do things that we haven't had time to do before. Yeah, but at the same time, there's also chances that we waste all this time mm-hmm. and be unproductive. So it's been, uh, and I'm not gonna lie, I've had difficult being productive uh and managing my time that's a high yeah yeah um because all these distractions are more easily accessible now given that we're cooped up in our houses for most of the day but i'm trying i'm I'm still trying my best to be be productive and balance i'm still in school right now summer hasn't started for me yet so i have to balance that with my uh with 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 music and as i said i have to give time to both so to find a way to schedule out time for both and I can also, I have more times to also explore other creative outlets too, like design, as I said, I was interested in. And so uh, I have more time to work on that as well. But it, it all just comes down to uh, time management at the end of the day, because with all this time now, it's very easy to waste it. That reminds me of, this is somewhat related. So back in high school, you, you will, I, knew, I knew you were into rapping, into music, but it seems like when you went to college, like you actually, like you started having a Spotify account and you started like releasing more singles. How yeah. would you describe that transition from like being a high school senior to like in college and like actually like fulfilling this, like, like 
push pursuing this passion of yours because in high school yeah, it yeah. seemed like it was just like something that you've been doing on the side but like mm-hmm. in college you make taking it more seriously so in high school I, I just started writing raps and just freestyling with my friends i had a group called ubmn yeah with two of my other friends and uh it was just a good time like it was just fun right mm-hmm. it wasn't anything serious but then i realized that I, i was really enjoying writing raps that i have a talent for it Mm-hmm. So I, I should take it a bit further, see what I could do by actually creating a song. And so when I got to college, I had the resources and I finally learned how I would be able to create a song. I would say I didn't have the proper resources in high school. Okay. I, I didn't know enough. But when I got to university, I, I learned more about the creating process for music. And so that helped me, helped me want to create it because now I knew how. then i would want to actually pursue it and so i i started releasing songs and yeah it's been pretty gradual right now also cuz i feel like i'm too much of a perfectionist and so but now that i have more time i can be more consistent with it i like i like that i like the answer because like in college like it's um, it's kind of like a showing maturity too like as you go older you yeah mature more mature and understand like where your values lie and what you want to pursue mm-hmm. what you want to like exactly up, yeah Yeah. Who's your who's your favorite artist like right now? Yeah. At the moment St. John. St. John? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've moved a little bit from hardcore rapping to more melodic stuff. Okay. And re- and recently I've gone into St. John a lot. I listened to his stuff a while back but just recently I started listening more and he's been on repeat for a while. That's good. Are uh, you do you know how I know St. John? He uh he came to Emory and no, he really. opened for Post Malone back in freshman year 2017 i think that's yeah. pretty sick that's pretty yeah. sick yeah i would love to go to one of his concerts that the i i didn't really know who he was and i wasn't paying attention to him but that's the only reason i know who saint john is <laughs> you should listen to his stuff i think you'd like it i will yeah <laughs> so for our listeners where could people like if they want to listen to your music like where could they find you like do you have like accounts mm-hmm. or, like anything yeah so on all streaming platforms mm-hmm. uh reason R E E Z A N and on Instagram uh Rezon Jiwa 10 or at Rezon Raps. Uh going back to your childhood here like what what would you say is your favorite childhood movie or favorite childhood book and why? I'll give you both. Okay. <laughs> favorite childhood movie? Yeah. Uh, without a doubt The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like that answer. Can you tell me why? <laughs> <laughs> dude, when that when I first saw it it was in theaters. Uh-huh. I was I was just amazed, dude. It was different, you know, it was different. And looking back now, I realize how bad it, like the graphics were and everything. Yeah. But watching in theaters 3D, I was blown away. As as a kid, you know, the the, the first time you watch something is the best time sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> was it was like in 3D too and like yeah, I imagine <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah uh, it was a, it was a fun movie like i had fun watching it and i watched it a bunch of times after obviously and so that's my favorite movie and my favorite book i would say as a kid was the invention of hugo cabaret i have actually never heard of this what what really it? yeah it's it's essentially like a picture book but there are some uh words throughout it, it was just a very interesting book and an interesting read it was also i think it had some record like like the most amount of uh pictures in a book or something like that. Oh, okay. If I'm not mistaken. 
but yeah, I read that book and uh, I read it multiple times as well. It was just a very interesting read to me. There's also a movie about it, like like a film adaptation. Uh, we'll, uh, we're reaching the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you have any questions for me or anything you want to, to, to ask me regarding childhood, etc.? Uh, not particularly, but how would you say your child has influenced you? <laughs> I've been asked this question, yeah. So how, how would my child, how, how has my childhood influenced me right now? Yeah. So I was very curious about a lot of things, like you said. And I was very, I was, I, I was a writer and I liked writing books and I liked mm-hmm. imagining things a lot. Like I, I was enthralled and fascinated by dinosaurs. Like mm-hmm. trying to imagine like these giant creatures living in this world. I was also very involved and I loved Pokemon as well. Like imagine these mm-hmm. creatures as well. So I, so that took me towards like more of a storytelling aspect. Like I liked how stories were told like in a Pokemon story or like how different books told stories. That has slowly evolved into me doing this podcast here, like trying to capture, like trying to like deep in, dive in and trying to understand other people's stories and how mm-hmm. I could get these like connections with other people, like people I know and trying to get these connections as well. So I'd say like my child was very curious about my story and I was also very curious about other people's stories. And now I'm trying to mm-hmm. ask other people of these stories. That's interesting. So we're similar in some ways. I think, honestly, I think that every child was is curious and everyone is kind is very similar when they were first born in that yeah. sense and like asking these questions but then like when we grow up we were slowly conditioned by our parents and our environment and that that curiosity has changed into passions into different passions today for everyone and now yeah. like everyone is I agree. About these passions yeah. yeah i agree so so what spurred you wanting to do this podcast or or even creating playground that's a good question so uh when i this this when i was this past summer i was at emory uh, i go to i go to emory university i was doing yeah <laughs> i was doing research, i was doing research at uh, at emory university but i was not like living in a dorm rooms or anything i was like living in an apartment mm-hmm. and i found a subtle difference between like the emory bubble and like the outside the real world but like mm-hmm. like during the school year if i was like at emory i'd be in my classes and i'd be like surrounded by other pre-med students i'd be surrounded by other students mm-hmm. who like get a's and like do well academically and like career oriented but then when i stepped out into the real world like i was surrounded by people who had like different passions and i just didn't see like their academic side as like other as other sides of them like different other passions like for, for you for example like i would see like your uh, passion for music i wouldn't see you as like mm-hmm. an electrical engineering student i'd see you as like a musician a musician mm-hmm. so i wanted to bring that idea like to bring that like idea like everyone is not like a student but everyone is more like everyone has different passions and different interests and bring mm-hmm. that idea to the emory bubble and really to like to the to the role mm-hmm. so this, what I'm trying to do is like make this podcast kind of like a humans of New York Instagram, but podcast style. Mm-hmm. So like I interviewed different people of like in my own community and ask them deep questions and then ask them about their passions. And I want my audience, my listeners to see that they also have like, they are very similar to like these guests as well. And they mm-hmm. also have their passions as well. And like we're more similar than different and trying to like come up with that realization. And I chose playground and I chose like, focusing on the inner child and like focusing on mm-hmm. discovering your inner child because uh, for me I'm I, I feel like I'm always very playful I like I like having fun and I like I like, yeah. I like being like 
keeping my child in a child alive but sometimes i feel like when i grow when i grow up i don't want to grow up i, I want to be a child forever so like how i could like how could i like keep this childness alive to one of my passions and how could i encourage others to do the same to one of their passions as well but you do perfectly with like music and like you sh- summed it up really mm-hmm. perfectly like other people do it in different ways too and i just want to catch yeah. stories yeah i think your mission and your your uh the whole concept is pretty unique and it's a unique approach to what you want to accomplish yeah thank you man yeah it's a pleasure being a part of it yeah well for our audience if you like this episode and if you want to hear more please follow us on instagram playground.pk follow us and like us on spotify you could also subscribe and rate to us on apple podcasts and i hope you guys liked it and we'll see you guys next time thank you <laughs>